Remember when Rwanzi Contreras and O'Neill Cruz came up together at the end of the season a couple of years ago and how everything felt so upbeat and optimistic and how these two were going to represent the one-two punch moving forward? Well, how about the one-two punch? This franchise was just handed. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll additionally check out. Astros 8, Pirates 2, Rwanzi got clobbered on the day that it was made known that Cruz had leg surgery last night and will miss four months, probably a little bit more. And on top of that, and this is not to equate the two things, Contreras goes and just gets rocked. Three and a third innings, seven runs, nine hits, four walks, three strikeouts, 43, only 43 of his 84 pitches were strikes. He couldn't command a thing, couldn't get his four-seamer over the plate. And as a result, nothing else played for him, including, I should add, his stuff. And to have that happen on the same day, I know, I know, okay, it's it's reaching. But I'm in that building last night, and there's 10,122 people in there, and probably a 1,000 of them were there just to cheer on the defending champs. They had kind of their own rooting section there behind the first base dugout. The, the air was gone, man. Plug was pulled. Uh, the shoot might have been pulled. That's how it's been around there. And, and I don't blame them. In fact, to be honest with you, I, I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate a lot of the sentiment that was being expressed beginning with Derek Shelton saying, you know, what a great loss this is. And he had some emotional words about the kid and how he's more concerned than anything else about the kid's uh, mental well-being in the short term. You can roll your eyes at that because I know this isn't, you know, military combat or anything like that. But he's young and he's only ever done one thing in his life and it's gotten him off the island, which is a term that they use a lot in the Dominican uh, as it relates to baseball, believe it or not. And it's brought him everything. And here, just one day, one moment, just like that. Leg surgery, four months out. Uh, undoubtedly, other questions to follow. You know, is he still going to be able to play shortstop? Is he going to have the same level of speed that he had before? I mean, I'm not trying to make it worse than it is. I'm just saying that those are the kinds of thoughts that go through anyone's head when they've suffered a major injury. And it hit them. And I am not about to make any excuses for Rwanzi not being able to locate a routine four-seamer. But there's no way it didn't impact him. There's no way. When you look at his velocity, it was fairly normal. So there wasn't any kind of health issue or anything like that. And I did check with Derek Shelton on the ladder and Nothing at all missed there. He just couldn't hit the plate. He couldn't put the ball where he wanted to. I asked. I asked him why, and this was the response that came through the interpreter. 
¿Qué pasó? ¿A qué tú le puedes atribuir eso? que no pudiste comandar los picheos? Eh, bueno, realmente tú sabes, son cosas que pasan, una mala salida, eh, no son cosas que uno tenía planeado, pero eh, realmente se me decía difícil eh, decir exactamente qué fue lo que pasó, pero siento que son cosas de juego. It's, it's hard to say exactly what happened, but it's just a bad outing overall. He'll, he's just part of the game. Yeah, stuff happens. Bad day. But a really bad day. A really bad day. The team's going to have to get over it. Not just Contreras. Mitch Keller is pitching tonight. And Mitch has taken a lot of pride, and rightfully so, in putting himself into a spot where he can be, I don't like to use the word ace. Ace is what you give to, well, actually, ace is what you give to Framber Valdez, the guy who pitched against the Pirates last night. He's the best pitcher in the American League, as measured by ERA over the past three seasons and change. Gets more ground balls than anybody, and he did it to the Pirates. Seven innings, just shut him down. Other than a G-man Choi Homer, just wiped him out. 11 ground ball outs. That's an ace. Mitch, you're working toward that, but I don't like attaching that, like I said, to, to really not more than a handful of guys across the game. Mitch has a job tonight. He's got to get this team to pick its chins up. He's got to get this team to believe that they're going to win this game against the champs and they can get past the shock of what happened on Sunday. I think they can too. I still think they can be a good ball club. I'm not going to take it more than that. I'm not going to more than it needs to be taken. Good is a nice goal. After consecutive 100 loss seasons, good is a healthy goal. Okay. And I liked, to be honest with you, what Brian Reynolds had to say about this yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's a part of baseball. It's a part of all sports. Um, nobody's ever going to have a team that doesn't suffer any type of setback or anything like that. So, you know, it's all going to come down to how we respond to it. We've got a good veteran group and we've got young guys that are focused too. So, like I said, I think we'll be able to handle it. That's it. This is going to be a mental challenge uh, for this team. There's something about having a cruise on your roster. And there have been some players who've talked about this going back to my time down in, in Bradenton, a couple of trips that I made for spring training. They felt like Cruz is one of those guys you can walk into the stadium with, have your head held high, have your chin up. You feel a little bit tougher. You know what I'm talking about in school, whenever the – the offensive lineman was your best bud, you knew nobody was going to be swatting the tray out of your hands in the cafeteria, okay? That's what Cruz is. They know they're walking in there with the biggest, baddest hombre. That was something that Clint Hurdle used to say all the time. Not about Cruz, but just in general. You're walking in there with the guy that everybody's talking about, that's on baseball tonight, uh, that's being discussed on ESPN or Sports Center or whatever. That's Cruz. If you have that, you feel a little bit stronger, and they're going to have to find that within themselves, within each other. And if they do, if they do the right things, including management and including Shelton along the way, and just just navigate a nice, what's that word? Good four months put themselves into a position. I don't think much of the Central Division. Just hang around. Just hang around. 
And then when he comes back, it will be a really big deal. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Sean, who says, So what happens if slash when the losses start piling up? Is management going to be more aggressive in making changes to the rotation or the lineup when guys aren't performing? Or are they going to say, ho-hum, I guess 2023 just isn't going to matter after all, so let's give everyone an extended tryout for 2024. Sean, this is a valid issue. This isn't just picking on management for the sake of doing it. To date, through three seasons, we don't have precedent to believe that they will, in fact, stick to a winning, let's prioritize uh, W's above all else, mindset. And I'm not sure that it was ever all the way in place. Okay, I know a lot of people bit my head off when I reported what I did last fall about the punting, even though there's no one in upper management that would dispute the veracity of that reporting or could dispute the veracity of that reporting at that time. They changed their stance. They decided that they were going to talk about nothing other than winning and moving forward and Let's go get it done now and everything else. And they bring Kutch back. Kutch comes back. And then all of a sudden, everyone believes it. Okay, great. Fine. Fine. It's there. Added a couple other guys. Carlos Santana, G-Man Choi, uh, Rich Hill. Spent a little bit of money. Not all that much more than last season. But everyone went along with it because we were all just ecstatic to see Kutch back. Okay. So they do all that. But now you're faced with a real challenge. If you are Ben Charrington and you're looking at this, I don't know. I'm not going to leave Shelton out of this. If you're Shelton or Charrington in this setting and you keep rolling out there, Castro and Jack Sawinski, just to throw them out there because they're the two guys that have struggled the most early on. Brian Hayes has too, but he's in a different bracket, whether anybody likes it or not. He's going to be your starting third baseman. But if you have Castro and Sawinski just dying out there day after day, just dying, maybe, and, and you did throw this into your suggestion here, you you don't wait as long. You're not as patient. If you know that Travis Swaggerty is balling out in Indianapolis and you just saw Swaggerty do what he did for you, for the duration of spring training, you bring them up. You bring them up and you move down or move out someone who isn't. And now I'm going to really touch a nerve because 
The other thing that you need to do is not sit there and suffer through Rich Hill and Vince Velasquez being awful over any significant span of time. If they end up being just two total duds every time you're going through the rotation, that's not supporting your team. That's not prioritizing winning. You can keep them on staff. You can have them do the stuff you've got Will Crow doing now, the mop-up duty like he did last night. That'd be wonderful. It's a gross overspend on Hill at $8 million, and arguably a gross overspend on Velasquez even at half that. But it doesn't mean you suffer through the mistakes. If you see that Luis Ortiz is just blowing people away in the International League, as he has and is con- going to continue doing so, then why keep him down there? Super 2, right? Well, let's save a few bucks in 2029. Or, or are you going to win? Are you going to prioritize the winning? Or is this like a punt in disguise? Just, just throwing it out there since Sean brought it up. If the time to win is now, then the fourth and fifth, maybe the sixth best starters in your organization shouldn't be in AAA. I appreciate the little spark there, Sean. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. 